2: If you look at the um, safety data sheets of the average dishwashing pellets, it says do not use on a quick wash if you have elderly people or convalescents in your home.
0: Welcome to The Deep. I'm Zoe Marshall. In my early 20s, a lot of traumatic things happened. And ever since then, I have had this fascination with people and their stories. This is The Deep. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live and recognize their continuing connection to land, water and community. I pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Today we're deviating from the usual content we have on the deep, but there's an important reason. I'm really concerned with how many toxins and microplastics are invading our everyday lives and the impact this is having on our health and our kids. I wanna know how we can minimize our exposure, but I'm also a realist. We all have busy lives, kids, budgets, cravings. We're not perfect. So I spoke to Alex Stewart from Low Lotox Life about some of the small changes we can
2: make that will have the biggest impact. Alex, welcome to The Deep. Thank you so much, Zoe. I am super excited for this conversation.
0: You are a little different to our normal guests, but we don't discriminate as everyone knows on the (laughs) deep. And people can, we'll leave all of this in the show notes, but people can go on to your podcast and your Insta and get like way more detail into who you are and what you do. But top line, you are really a like low tox specialist. Is
2: that, can I use that term? I, That's weird. I guess so. Look, it's just a term. It's a term I came up with when my bub was like a newborn and he was sleeping away and I had learned so much about food and personal care through like personal challenges that I'd had and I'd had to think outside the box and start researching and there wasn't much online. And once I knew what I knew and I had so many friends and family members asking me, they're like, can you just put this online somewhere so it's easy to find? I can access, yeah. Yeah, so it was very much driven by the people around me to come up with what this would be called and how I would start sharing and I never wanted, uh, you know, I grew up in the Oprah generation of self-help, right, and all those like celebrity diet protocols. It was so much a part of 90s culture and- everyone was always making you feel like this was the silver bullet. And then two weeks in you're feeling ashamed that you can't do it as well as the celebrities done it. You're yes. not getting the results. You're not... So it's like fail, fail, fail because of all this extreme black and white kind of thinking ways to how go the ahead. world is. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't want free from, quitting this, zero that, no this. They're just words that are all quite negative as well.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's really nice you preface with that because I was like, holy shit, how am I going to have this conversation (laughs) and I'm going to be like (laughs) shamed for having all the toxins. No,
2: no. uh, That is like that is the least effective way to either get people on board with a new way of doing things. And yeah. B, to actually feel motivated to change anything about what we're doing. And I'm a city girl here in Potts Point and I never want to You're anyone. living amongst the toxins. That's it, right? <laughs> uh, McClay Street's pretty busy and I never want people to feel like they can't do something for themselves mm. and the planet from wherever they are. They don't need to be the perfect Instagram homesteader. They don't even need to do it all. Heck, I don't even do it all. But the yeah. point is- okay. We have engineered a world that is way, way, way too disconnected from the natural order of things. And And also I think a lot of trust, sorry to
0: interrupt, trust in big corporations that say things that are misleading mm. that I trust. And I'll, I'll like say to Benj, well, if it was really that bad, like they wouldn't sell it. <laughs> That's what and I used to say. Yeah. And you're learning, well, yeah. no, there are loopholes for everything. So this isn't mm. fear We're not wanting to do that. We're wanting to inspire people today. Yeah. Right. How let's, let's, can I give you some of my hacks? And then I think you've got 10,000 more, but I want it to be really easy for people at home to go, okay, simple ways that I can just shift and become slightly more low tox. And then if I really love it, I can like delve in and go deeper.
2: Yeah. Love it. Can we actually start with though, Mm -hmm. why you might want to do this in the first place? Like Why? Uh, Because I well, there's got to be a selfish motivation for people somewhere, usually to start. Yes, the environmental stuff that may or may not come for people. I'm not um, pushing pushing anything onto people. Climate change, yeah, yeah. But often, if you start because of a selfish reason, you go, "Oh my gosh, that's better." Or this is better. Or, oh, my gosh, my period doesn't hurt so much. Or, oh, my gosh, who actually got pregnant. Or, you know, there's yes. so many things that can happen yes. that yes. are amazing. And then that way there's actually a real call to the curiosity in the first place because you're like, oh, yes. wow, if I could have a less painful period, that would actually be interesting to me. Right. Um, so, so hmm. I,
0: like, I guess I have always been a curious cat and have done everything against the grain. You know, I fell pregnant, um, in a, it with a very radical Chinese medicine program with, um, you know, I didn't eat for two weeks and not one thing. Oh, very, I know that one. You know girlfriend.
1: Him. Oh, I know yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> we won't I'll be sharing names. Hmm. Um, but he did get me pregnant. Mm. I have done everything, um, the, the wrong way around and don't get me ro- like wrong. I do love very occasionally a chicken nugget mm. or, uh, whatever it is that I know is full of shit. Um, I'm also okay with that. I'm a walking contradiction. So I want people to feel like, okay, we're going to do this 50, 50 that's better than, you know, your are 20, 80. So I think, the way I've learned is I understand food impacts my mental health. Mm. It impacts my constipation or my bowel movements. It impacts how I feel, my periods, quite literally. So all of these things I've noticed from trial and error, obviously having surgeries with endometriosis and not wanting to do Mm. that, altering things that I do when kids are sick or I'm uh, doing vaccinations, I give them homeopathics. And so I do lots of different things that i very rarely share. Mm. So my point of having you on today is really, I guess, opening up this world in a way that I don't have to do it. You know, Mm. I get to talk to you, you are the expert. What are some really easy ways in mainstream society, time poor people wanting convenience, right? Because that's a huge one. How do we do some of those things when it does come to living Um, cleaning, uh, ingesting, uh, all of the things. You know, how do we treat the planet? What is the, I guess, the the way we are turning up and being of service Mm. to others, ourselves and the planet? So there's a few things, but I just want to start top line. I have to say, even having this conversation comes from a place of privilege, right? It comes from a place of having choice and options to, want uh or or to research different ways but if you are below the poverty line you don't have access to education or even financially maybe some of the things we're going to discuss I just really wanted to put that out there that this Mm. is is a privileged conversation
2: Mm. you know I I would agree on the most part, but what I love is also how much we actually don't need and how much we don't need to buy and how much cheaper things can be. And there is always a free way to make change, a low cost kind of DIY way to make change, Uh, or the um, A type, tons of uh, income, like just change everything today and just tell me what to buy person. There's okay, great. Something for everyone.
0: I guess what I'm thinking of is when you're thinking of people, and times are tough right now. We know that. You're thinking of, I've got to cut costs everywhere. The food bill is crazy. Fresh food is also expensive. Organic takes you up another level. I'm just going to buy one dollar loaf of bread, um, some no name peanut butter or whatever it is. And just, we're going to get through. Right. Mm. There is that. I I don't know if that, that is the person listening today, but I just wanted to reference that we're not trying to make this, um, inaccessible. Right. Totally. Yeah. So something I do, if I can't access organic vegetables and fruits is, I've bought, you would know this as well, one of those um, pesticide removers, Mm -hmm. you know, fruit, veggie, wash. Now, I don't know how much they are, but this pump lasts me forever. And I know you can also do this apple cider vinegar, right? Ways in which you can remove toxins off your produce. But I think there is an idea that it's why would someone sell me something that's sprayed or got something toxic on it? Like that seems mental. Mm. Can you talk us through a bit about how we have become so accustomed to things looking beautiful and fresh? Like we know now at Harris farm, they've got like the ugly Mm. (laughs) veggies, which are cheaper, which is just so wild. Um, And then other hacks around food would be really helpful.
2: Yeah. And I think The most important thing to think about with food is to think about where you are on the products and produce scale. So put products over here, produce over here and forget organic, regen, ag, all that kind of stuff right now. But if you are product heavy, your number one job is to get produce heavy. That's it. That's the only change you need to be focused on. And so a lot of people think, oh, but produce is more expensive than processed food. Well, processed food has other costs. Uh, you need your to health. eat <laughs> well, yes, your health. Yeah. And then related costs to trying to get well, going to doctor's appointments. We know more and more GPs are having to introduce uh, gaps. And so, you know, you don't just get to be bulk billed anymore. So you have to think about, oh, crap, if I'm not eating the kind of food that supports my immune system, then that means we're going to get sick a few times a year. That means we're going to need antibiotics, going need other things, go to the pharmacy, time go to work. the doctor, time off work. Mm-hmm. If I'm a casual, that means they're not getting paid. paid. Mm-hmm. All of those costs are factored into high processed food diets. We know the research shows us. You can look it up on World Health Organization, yes. CDC. Yeah, ev- we know Every... It. It's 30% of illness is directly attributable to diet and -hmm. directly attributable to ultra-processed foods. So the other cost, though, with ultra-processed foods is how much more you need to eat of them to To feel full and satiated. Yeah. And so I want people to think about our addiction to doing stuff and eating uh, and how often just start to raise your awareness on how often you think you need to go browsing through the fridge or the cupboards or yes. Are you even hungry? Like there's that question as well. Like are you actually eating when you're hungry? No,
0: I love just chomping away on things. Mm. I love it. It's a pleasure. I am, you're talking, I am the bad one and I love the crackers, (laughs) anything crunchy and the corn (laughs) chips and the chippies. And that is me. Mm. And I started, it's funny we're talking today because I started clean eating today Uh because I was just like, enough, girly, enough. (laughs) And I noticed after I finished my fish and greens for lunch, I was so full. Mm. And then what happened was, I need my piece of dark chockey. I need my my peppermint chockey. I need it. I need it. And like the wow, Mm. like the hold our habits and what we believe our cravings have on us. And we know sugar addiction is a real thing,
2: but just being watching it is just mm.
0: fascinating.
2: And there's nothing wrong with a piece of chocolate after a meal. In fact, after a meal is the best time to have that piece of chocolate from a blood sugar perspective, but then you genuinely will not need to eat for five hours. Mm-hmm. So if you keep noticing you're drawn to the cupboards in the fridge, ask yourself why? Like, are you, when was the last time you caught up with your bestie for a phone call? Maybe do that yeah. instead. When was the last time? We're
0: hedonistic. We are pleasure seeking
2: mm-hmm. beings. And, and also- all I'm saying then is switch your pleasure to a different one that yeah. doesn't involve read a, a food book,
0: cost. go for a walk, yeah. play with a doggy, do exactly. something, organize your pantry. I hear you. Mm. Now, what do we do if we have a very fussy? child slash toddler. So my first would <laughs> eat olives, sardines, broccoli, and he still does. He's an amazing eater. My daughter came out of the womb with the palate of her father and will literally put something in her mouth and spit it straight out. Like textually it's weird. Um, when she was super young I could get those like purees into her that I'd made, mm. but now it's really hit and miss. Today we had a huge- Huge revelation she had the miso barramundi with me and the corn, like wow. But she generally poo-poos everything. And then she'll go and know that her backup is one of those organic food pouches that have the veggies in them. Mm-hmm. What do you say to people? Like, that's my saving grace. If I didn't have an like the veggies in the pouch, she wouldn't have a vegetable. What do you say to the people that are like, yeah. Good on you for feeding your kids all of the things they eat. My kid will only eat white things or sugary things. Or, like what do you say? How do you manage that? Yeah,
2: and it's big, Zoe, because there can be so many different factors to investigate when you've got a picky eater. So at first there's the deficiencies you want to make sure aren't there, like zinc is a huge one for fussy eating, uh, especially if they're really freaked out about textures uh, How do you give them zinc that's not in an oyster? What do you do? <laughs> well, oysters are an amazing food for kids if you can get it by them. <laughs> um, or maybe I can't you need get to, chuck to eat that. a
0: potato, mate. I can't get her to <laughs> eat an
1: oyster.
2: <laughs> my mum blended oysters for me once when I was nine months old, oh and because um, that's what she had for her dinner party. <laughs> She's like, shit, I don't have anything for Alex. And it remains to this day one of my favorite foods. I believe so, you. You know, maybe, maybe that helped. But um, okay, so zinc is something I would check in with a doctor. You can also, if you go to a chiropractor or a naturopath, they can do like zinc drop tests where if there's a taste It'll tell you whether there's a zinc deficiency or not, so you don't need to draw blood, which is very handy. With because I'm not going to draw blood, but Mm. I also don't know if she would
0: communicate it just to if something tasted funny. Mm, You'd probably see it
2: on her face. Okay, yeah, it's pretty obvious. So you can do explore that. Otherwise, uh, you could just. Um, have a look with your local health shop and ask for a form of zinc and a dosage that would be um, appropriate kilo appropriate to how much your child or baby weighs that yeah. would be safe to do an experiment to see if that made an impact on their eating uh, i've seen so many kids um go on zinc. And remember in Australia, well, you might not know, but we have really quite low zinc in our soils. So that means it's not coming up through the food. That means it's not necessarily coming into our bodies in say as high an amount, if you were a European kid. Got it. So there's that, and there's always going to be a dosage that's safe to play with, but you want to talk to a health professional as to what that would be. for We are not doctors. Yes. Exactly. Um, but second thing is, and this is quite common with second kids, and this is never a judgment. There's no judgment here. I'm just stating facts. I've trained so many thousands of We're parents lazy. now. No, it's not. That. Oh, okay. It's just the crazy amount of stuff going on for parents who have a second or third or fourth child.
0: Oh, that's what I meant by lazy. Like I yeah. don't have the capacity. I don't to have the you. capacity.
2: And so therefore... Rather than trying to coach you through this, or you know, be consistent, I'm just going to give you the plan B because far out, like I'm done. We've got to get bath time happening. Correct. So, um, and I, I actually found this out, um, through doing corporate talks a few years ago, um, to parent groups, and so we were talking about fussy eating and. I was asking a bunch of questions and a lot of parents shared with me, they've got this hour between when they get home from work and they've got to get the kids into bed. And if there's fighting and anger in that space, it's like, oh, this is like the one time I get with my child. Kids, I just I want, want to them be happy. to be happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And so of course, right. But what this does is a massive disservice to our kids in the, in the long term, unfortunately. And I always say, okay, what is the meal you can work on? Do you have more time at breakfast or do you have more time on the weekends yeah. where you can really nurture, like going to the markets and talking to a farmer and getting them to pick things, say, I know you don't normally eat green veggies, but we would love for you to pick the veggies for tonight's dinner, even if you're not going to have them. And then they feel proud and clever and they're starting to build some positive associations with foods they might not normally eat. Yes, And then to have them around all the time and see family members enjoying them. So you mentioned your hubby was fussy. This is actually quite a common thing when there's a fussy parent they end up modeling that and yes. so your kid never sees them eating anything green or whatever it is that you're having problems with and then they want to be like daddy and then boom that's it yeah, it's done yeah yeah so uh
0: yeah it's hard because it i is. know the rules and i do the things and i mean she's a bit young to care about investing in what she's you know like picking out a green or something and cooking it
2: but no, i know she's ev- not not if she's too
0: Definitely not. To going to the shop and saying, you pick which one you want to eat. Promise. It's not too young.
2: Yeah. And then we can cook it together and you can have it on your Uh plate and then you can, okay, I can try that. And then the next thing is don't put it on their plate. If they've rejected it a few times before, and so they've got too many negative associations with it. So it's too much to all of a sudden have it right there and you've got to finish this plate of food. Finish this plate of food is intense for a small person. No, there's no,
0: yeah. Working I never through do control that.
2: issues. Yeah.
0: I always give her, we look, it goes to the dogs every single night, but she will have <laughs> what we have yeah. for every meal, Excellent. right? It's in front of her. You can lick it. You can taste it. You can smell it. You can touch it. Um, A little bit is usually explored and then she'll pop off and go mm-hmm. get a pouch right? She mm. knows where it is. She knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's times that are really surprising and she'll just eat a whole lot of something. And you're just like, what happened?
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, what is going on? We go to a friend's house and she'll be eating like chicken on a stick and all
2: of these things. And
0: it So feels... it's
2: because, I can, I can see this situation. She knows the pouch is there and she knows what to do. And if she's a bit tired that day, or she's going to just find chewing too much. And she'll know that there's something easier she can do. So she has to know that there's nothing easier to do.
0: So does that mean you let your child go hungry? Because I'm of European background and that is like a sin. You can never (laughs)
2: let the child not eat. The child has to eat. So I'm of a French European background, (laughs) which is a bit different to my Italian and Greek mothers and and sisters. Yeah. Um, Where, yeah, sorry, what you get what you get. That's it. And French my jaw kids, is dropped. French kids aren't fussy. I was actually just in France with my family, and uh, you know, hanging out with our little cousins there. And there's little Alice eating her parmesan, just clean hamon, whatever, like really yeah. big flavor. Just like you know, and there are no pouches. they just it's just not a part of everyday meal time. Yes, yes. So it, it's just such a different culture, and it always just makes me go, oh, wow. One of the things we do in American Anglo-Aussie situations is we let our kid explore the world of food through their eyes instead of teaching them what the world of food is. This is what we do. Yes. And, uh, you know, I hear it all the time. I heard at the airport three times yesterday in different queues and things. Would you like and then they they just kept listing all these different. You know things. why? And because I'm like, what, conscious what, what? conscious That's parenting is fucking has us no up. Idea. It yeah, it is.
0: Conscious parenting is yeah. fucking us up where we think that we need to give them
2: autonomy on everything, choice on, and we everything. don't. And we really no. don't. Yeah. It is about freedom within the boundaries. We forget that part. We are the adult teaching them how to be in the world and they need to feel free, they need to feel unconditional love, 100%, but then they also need the boundary of what this situation looks like. And so this situation looks like, wow, we're in this big, long airport queue. Here's what I'm going to give you now, sweetie. We're going to have the biscuits with cheese. Then when we're on the plane, we're going to have this and this or whatever it is. Right, yeah, sure. And so you're stepping them through what's happening, not asking them what they would like to be happening right now because any kid who is watching YouTube on an iPad these days right now is then going to say, I want the pouch because the pouch is the only type of company that can afford advertising, right? Right, okay, got it. That's what there's they're no saying. no though.
0: That, for me, is a, a tox brand mm-hmm. uh, for kitties. So we don't have YouTube in my house.
2: Which but is they, great, but a lot of people do. People do.
0: And I understand that. And, it's, and there's lots of coping. Like my yeah. kids have reading eggs and educational games on iPads, and when mummy's had enough, you can have a little bit of time on that. Mm. Totally respect it. Totally get that everyone has to survive. When we've discussed now going from products to produce, Mm -hmm. number one uh cleansing your fruit and veggies number Mm -hmm. two let's talk about water and consumption and types of water and what we are consuming i don't i'm not a caffeinated girly um i do love a low sulfite red wine i'm very Mm -hmm. conscious of um that's not a tox thing that's a sensitivity which is probably a tox thing but What kind of water is best? I'm hearing really weird mixed reviews about how to drink your water.
2: So uh, tap water is unfortunately in um, Australia uh, fluoridated. Now, if you go to most European countries, it's not. Yep. Um, By all means, have a chat with your dentist about fluoride and topical treatment. There's some pretty good research around cavities in some situations. But I always think cavities aren't a fluoride deficiency. They're usually a dietary issue.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: There's there's not enough vitamins, minerals getting into the bones and keeping them strong. And there's too much sugar hanging out, whether it's in in the the form of chewed crackers and grains, or whether it's actual sugar hanging Mm -hmm. out in the teeth for too long. That's usually what the cavity situation is. Um, In terms of drinking and ingesting fluoride, uh, from the research that I've looked at, it's not the best idea and it's a good one to filter out of your water as is chlorine, Mm -hmm. as is pesticide and herbicide residue. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, in my low tox life book, which is heavily referenced and I had an amazing biologist, um, as my editor, uh, I presented the facts and then said, please do your own research because the world is basically 50, 50 on fluoride in water. If you have a look at who's doing it, who's not. And so it really is a personal choice, but given uh, it can compete um, with different minerals, different um, research is pointing towards it being neurotoxic, affecting the thyroid. For me personally, if you're going to use it, go nuts on a topical toothpaste situation, but maybe consider keeping it out of your water with a good water filter. Now with water filtration, yeah, yeah. there's there's basic stuff that still costs a bomb. Like your, can I mention a, a, a well-known brand, brand name? Like I don't a, know. A Brita yeah. situation.
0: Yeah. And that seems like, like the most,
2: uh, common easy access it point, right? Is, but it's not great. It doesn't get rid of a huge amount and the filters are, you have to switch them really quite often. Okay. Um, and there are some better options. I think having a good quality benchtop situation. Are is, you talking about the one with the rocks and stuff in it? You can have, yeah, from like a, a Waters Co., I can give you a couple of things to pop in the show notes. The links, yeah. If people want to have a look. But are um, expensive? You get a beautiful ceramic one, they are. um So, look, the cheapest, best option is the teeny tiny, and we just travelled with this as a family of three for five weeks, it's all we used, is the teeny tiny little mini Waterman from Waters Co., uh, and the filter lasts, I think three months and you can get a pack of three for a hundred bucks. So that's almost a year's worth of filtration for a hundred bucks. Uh, and it filters through pretty quickly. So you can fill up a couple of carafes in the fridge for the day, that kind of thing. Uh, it's, okay. I think it costs 149. Uh, don't quote me. I'll put it in the show notes for you. Okay, great. Um, but that's an amazing filter that remineralizes so you don't lose all your minerals from your water like a reverse osmosis situation, which literally strips water of everything. everything. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, and it's super good quality and then you won't have your pesticide, herbicide residue, chlorine, bacteria, fungi, or any um, or, or fluoride. Like it just gets all of the, the stuff you'd, you'd want to get out of there out of there. Uh, okay. That, that's the cheapest entry point for the best quality.
0: Okay. So we've covered foods. We've covered water in a very brief way. Mm. Everyone can d- dive deep with you and your books and everything
2: if they want to get I know, it. I especially the so fussy much more. eating one, because I know you'd have a lot of young mums. I do. We could maybe audience, do a whole nother like, episode oh gosh, just on I know.
0: that. And then I, I, I really could be want... your guinea pig and I could yes. just take her pouches away and let her starve and see it's,
2: what happens. It's funny that you said, <laughs> be my guinea pig. The year that I wrote the um fussy eating course that we have on the site, Uh, my son was six and so he was in year one and I had had a few of his friends over by that point and I was like, oh, my gosh, I just thought every kid would just eat what you gave them. And so all these kids, I reached out to their parents and I said, look, I'm writing this course. I'm French. I have some principles that I used with my son. I want to see if they work with other kids and I want to see if they work with kids who are already fussy if we can implement some strategies. And I said, yes, please. So I had the fussy kids over once a week and would trial things and, and everything from cooking with me to to shopping with me, to having things differently to how they might normally have them. So like roast broccoli with like crunchy florets um, and olive oil versus like steamed with no flavor. Uh, And all of these kids started eating and I literally had to take pictures of them in them secret eating. and send them to their parents to say, I promise, look, it's it happening. It worked. But that's a really good um, point. It's a mm. really
0: good point. You have to kind of be committed. You do. And um, I know lots of us just don't have the capacity, the mental capacity mm. for that. And that's why I'm doing real broad strokes today because if anyone takes anything from this that's it. and it's washing their fruit and veg in some vinegar or it's, uh, you know, getting a good water filter or it's we'll move on now to home and how to keep toxins
2: at bay,
1: mm.
2: Um or at least reduce them a teeny tiny reduce bit. Reduce them a little let's, bit. Let's because, aim for let's that. Let's go there. And I want to yeah. start
0: by saying I am emetophobic. So I have a severe vomit phobia. It's an irrational fear. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on it. I start uh, on Thursday night doing a three-month course in with the UK on how to get out of this. So this has been around forever. So wow. when I talk to you about- So like when your child
2: vomits? Or you
0: Uh, when anybody vomits, or uh, it's uh, yeah, it's so full on. And I've done all of the therapies and all the hypnotism and all the fucking psychs and. Uh, exposure therapy I've done it all so when I say to you I would rather bleach the house than use vinegar to wipe down a surface Mm -hmm. so I know for sure we've killed a germ Mm -hmm. I am a perfect person right now to discuss this with because it'll challenge me I guess more than a normal listener Mm -hmm. so let's discuss the impacts of using uh, okay let's just go straight to a biggie softener I don't Mm -hmm. use softener. Mm. in the laundry, right? Excellent. Good idea. Incredibly toxic for Mm -hmm. yourself, but it's also um, bad for your machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just, I want you to spit out some everyday products that we would be none the wiser to that can be incredibly toxic to inhale or have on our
2: skin or be around. Yeah. So fabric softener, air fresheners, scented reeds, plug-in fresheners, scented candles, you can stop buying them all from today. It will save you a ton of money, probably about 50 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are all very uh, much contributing to the indoor air pollution that uh, is damaging to our hormone balance. Mm -hmm. So the reason these things smell and the smell lasts so long when it's in our clothes uh, you know, like let's just say you grabbed a bag of hand-me-downs from a kid who, from a parent who's got kids older than yours, and they smell a certain way. And then you wash them in your machine, and then they still smell like your friend's machine. Yes. The reason is is because of the plasticizer compounds in that synthetic fragrance called phthalates. P H T H A L A T E S. These plasticizers are, are what they kind of sound like. They're sticky, and they make fragrances last longer. And they are either mimicking or blocking of our natural oestrogen signals. So uh, this- That's what fucks up your hormones. Pose a ton of problems for our hormones. It is, for me, the number one thing you want to be getting out of your day-to-day because of the fertility problems we're seeing, because of the period and cycle problems we're seeing, because of the hormone balance issues we're seeing. Um, Because of the really hectic perimenopause to menopause transitions we're seeing, Uh, all of these things are made 10 times harder than they have to be because of the environmental toxins that we've got in our lives and chiefly because of the endocrine disruptive chemicals and chiefly because of the synthetic fragrances, which is the endocrine disruptive chemicals we're most exposed to day to day.
0: So- I'm actually lucky I don't use any of those things because I'm very sensitive to scent. Mm. So I get really bad headaches. I can't wear synthetic perfumes. I can't be around synthetic perfumes. There's nothing artificially scented in my home. So that for me is fine. What about soy-based
2: candles? So they are still really heavily processed, and essential oils aren't really great to burn, burn. with fire either. They can um, give off various um, volatile organic compounds, VOCs sure. okay. as well. So if you love your essential oils, then you would stick to a cold diffuser situation that you plug in. Uh, but even then you really only want to be doing half an hour here, half an hour there. There's the bandwagon that everyone's just kind of got them going all the time. And that's not a great idea. Got Plus it. like so many plants for one tiny little bottle. It's an extremely, uh, energy intensive form of, um, yeah. it's fragrance. not plant.
0: It's not, uh, plant friendly.
2: No, it's okay. not. Well, what, not not to the degree of using everything all the time as much as you want. Kind you do of thing. got it. Yeah. Okay, that's really yeah. interesting. Mm. What about um, what you
0: wash your dishes with, what you wash your body with? Yeah. Um, now, so you're
2: starting to go. Oh my gosh, mind blown! The synthetic fragrance is in in everything, everything. and even that. if it Ooh. says organic, even mm-hmm. if it says natural, so you know there's
0: that brand something Earth World or Earth. Earthwise something.
2: or organic? You get it from the supermarket mm-hmm. Earth something. Oh, Earth. the one that's just called Earth, and is it's a it a picture of the planet. Yeah, yeah. No, and so it's... they still use synthetic fragrances. Okay, um, so you,
0: yeah, is it expensive then? Because people are shopping at the local supermarket; they're not going to like iHerb and mm. dropping a bomb. What's the best? brands or the best way to clean your dishes and your surfaces?
2: So one of the best things you can do is switch to a natural fragrance bar of soap and get a soap um, brush for your dishes.
0: Oh my God, that does not
2: sound clean. How do you get the salmonella? How do you
0: get the salmonella out of the cutting board like that?
2: Okay. It gets out you want to use a wooden cutting board not a plastic cutting board correct
0: or bamboo is that good now too mm,
2: no it gets moldy very quickly oh, and then people okay. end up just throwing them out every time so couple it's a of waste months. so okay. it's a huge waste and it ends up costing you way more so invest in a good solid wood um wooden board, chopping board uh, and that will naturally take care of uh, bacteria yeah. as well as the studies showing that washing your hands or anything with soap is just as effective as using the 99.9% bacteria germ-killing stuff minus all the extra chemicals it takes to make that product um, and all the other toxins that may be in some of those products for us. So
0: so then what if you want to do a dishwasher clean?
2: So if you want to do a dishwasher clean, one of the best things you can do is put uh, half a juiced lemon and a cup of vinegar into your dishwasher and run a clean cycle. You can also use something called borax and just put a half cup of borax in. Um, Now, borax, you know, people go, oh, my gosh, isn't that toxic? Yes, it is if you, like, stick your head in the bucket and breathe it in. Um, But hopefully no one's doing that. It's completely safe to use and, um, and a fantastic cockroach killer if you want to put a couple of jar lids under the fridge as well. Uh, As just a total
0: aside. You're sounding so crunchy right now. I'm just like, (laughs) she wants me to put vinegar in the dishwasher. You're talking to the OCD queen.
2: But the thing is, like, if you look at the um, safety data sheets of the average dishwashing pellets, it says do not use on a quick wash if you have elderly people or convalescents in your home. Um, No one's reading that fine print. There are some pretty intense chemicals oh in there. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So trust You're me when I the say chemicals yeah, off the plate. It's residue on your plate when you then have your meal, uh, especially if you do quick wash. So if you are the have clean to. freak
0: that you, you have to, to you, you need, need a long wash. Do the three hour. Please
2: do the three hour. So that you get rid of wow. all that stuff off your dishes because it's awful. But, you know, I really love EcoStore. I think they're a great brand. Okay. So, well, yeah, Meat in the middle. Mm, EcoStore
0: Eco is the option.
2: I have found, though, that the loose powder for a low-tox brands tends to be better than the tabs. Um, yeah, it, simply because the tabs because don't it's because they don't break yeah. down as fast. They don't break down as fast. Yeah, got know? It. so we have okay. to be real about it if we're going to keep people on the bandwagon about yes. what the best option is. So Eco just, store powder, um,
0: body washes that have no scent. So, what are you bathing? Can you bathe your babies in those organic, but they have the lavender smell or whatever? Like, Yeah, that's fine. It's all of such a fine. tiny
2: amount of essential oil that's really, really dilute, super safe. And so, organic on our bodies.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Now, I want to get into the vanity part. Yeah. Makeup, Mm -hmm. Botox, filler, hair color, yada, yada, yada. Tell me your thoughts.
2: Yeah, so this is where we move into the low tox category versus the no tox. Because <laughs> um, unless people. you're
0: using like crushed Dance, like Cleopatra <laughs> did, like on your cheeks of blush. Yeah. Okay, got so it. So
2: there are some pretty good makeup brands that are definitely no tox. Uh, uh, you know, um, if anyone really wants to dive into it all, I've got my book You've obviously. Got your, yeah, you can I've got do the that. Low tox course if you want to yeah, go through fine. every t- single topic um but when it comes to hair color to actually achieve full percent full 100% gray coverage you can't find a no tox product that does that but you can find really good low tox salon brands i find that people always find their line of what they're prepared to do and not do and, and sacrifice. what they're prepared to change and not change for sure I have a naturopathic doctor friend who uses Botox and she's like, I'm sorry. That's my line. Yeah. She also I get does you. synthetic nails. And yeah. I would not do either of those things. But that's me and that's her. Yes. It doesn't mean we can't be friends. Yes. It doesn't mean I have to be all judgy about her. And it let her she express has to take. Oh, God, why aren't you like filling that forehead forehead situation in? <laughs> You know, like we're Ooh. all allowed to be who we are. And, and this is the walking our contradiction
0: tops. thing, yeah. right? We're
2: allowed to draw our low tops line wherever we draw it. And some people end up 50-50, some people end up 80-20, 90-10, whatever. Some people try and do 100%, but I guarantee you they're stressed Or lying on the inside.
0: Thank you. And that's because it's
2: not convenient and it's not easy. Mm. And that's
0: the thing is I I love your approach to this, which is pick your pick your battles, pick your choices, do what you think you need to do for your family unit. Because when it comes to makeup and hair, for me, look, animal cruelty products I won't use just from an ethical standpoint. But really, I don't I don't know what those things mean on the back of my makeup. Mm. all those ingredients I don't know and so when there's been all of those conversations about and I'm not trying to get anti-vax or anything now because I'm definitely not but people will say do you know what's in your vaccines I'm like I don't even know what's in my makeup I don't even know (laughs) I can't Do you know what I mean? Like I totally understand that point of like shooting yourself up with a vaccine or you don't know what's in it. But I also put a lot of stuff on my face and my body, which I don't understand what those words are. And I'm just trusting,
1: you know, Mm. so Mm.
0: there is ignorance there that I'm comfortable with, but I also think that some of those things aren't negotiable
2: for me, you know? And that's the thing, Zoe. People have different versions of what non-negotiable is for is. themselves. Yeah. Like I genuinely deeply care about the planet. I support regenerative agriculture wherever I possibly can in the way we purchase and eat our food. Yeah. Um and I do things like um save little bits of food and put them in a bag to chuck in a casserole next time you know I I'm such yeah, a yeah, food yeah. waste ninja yeah I, I take my reusable cup all over the place but I still fly to France to visit my family because we're half hello. French. This is it. I get it. It's all going to be completely imperfect. And the sooner we get comfortable with that. This is the
0: thing. And the sooner we stop judging that
2: person for whatever they're doing, then everyone can actually just unite and go, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. And this is is what that looks like for me right now. And I think that is what we should be going for because that. Is actually going to create way more progress than everybody bitching about each other in, I love in that. like a, a st- in a holding pattern.
0: I love that. Okay, so for you personally, it's important what you're putting on your skin, in your hair, mm. all of those things. Okay, yeah. so really, it's each to their own there because you could go off and give us a detailed view on what has what in it, but they can do their own research if that's important for them. For yeah. me, I like the pretty nails. You mm. know, I'm just that's what makes me feel feminine and in my power. So that's the things I choose to do. Moving on to, and I was discussing this, I have this incredible episode coming out on um, periods and, you know, really honoring our bleed. Um, and it was quite a, a breakthrough episode, episode for me because, you know, I have fought my period since I was 11. Mm. And, you know, this beautiful thing of even if the tampon is organic, you know, having something internally up there that could be suffocating your yoni when you are trying to bleed is not productive, you mm-hmm. know, it depends. But for some people be like, fuck off, I am going swimming, I am wearing my, I'm not putting a period swimsuit on, I'm wearing my tampon, mm-hmm. you know, or I want to go out to this event and I don't want to wear underpants or whatever it is, right? It's also one of those things of get informed and then get to choose.
2: Yeah, and there's so many options. Some people fall in love with period cups and they're like, oh, my gosh, I only need to do this once a day. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some people it is the organic tampons. Other people they're like, oh, my gosh, my period undies are the best.
0: Yeah, uh, or know, a free bleed. and like, free bleed. Like, How do I pick up from the school with my, <laughs> you know,
2: splash blanket <laughs> around my waist? That will um, definitely not be me. Yes. And so everyone has their thing. And the thing is with all these low-tox topics, like I said at the very start, you are going to find something that within the scale of options, yeah, yeah, that might be something I'd actually be quite keen to explore. Great. What, what about when it comes to, like, cleaning toilets?
0: That don't touch you, like you know the internal part of the toilet that just flushes. Mm. Can you use to- toxic stuff in there? Like, is there a place for bleach? Is there a place for those bright
2: blue, you know, nope. things that go
1: in there's the toilet? No,
0: there's
2: no place. No, okay. there's no place. We don't need them. There's no scientific evidence that they clean more effectively than soap. They're just isn't. okay. Okay, got it. So um, use a castile soap, or use your dishwashing liquid if you want to, so that you don't have to buy two different products. Um, and then probably use half as much as you think you need, you need, okay, great. Which is sorting out the cost of living issue, like right there.
0: I love that cooking things on and in. Mm -hmm. So this pisses me off, right? Because I renovated my kitchen and they screwed up my, I didn't want gas I wanted electric and they screwed it all up. So in the end I had to have gas, right? But it was so annoying because the consciousness was there and I didn't even know that was a thing until I saw Sarah Wilson discuss electric versus gas. Mm -hmm. Now that is a very privileged option that is sometimes only available if you are renovating in one time of your life and you can make that choice, right? Choosing to cook with gas or having a microwave, having an oven, I don't know if we should just let people do their own research and not freak them out because convenience does come down to this sometimes, you know, Mm, it does. Do you use a microwave? No. Ever? Mm -mm. What's the main reason?
2: Gosh, I haven't had one since. Yeah. For about 12 years, I guess.
0: Is it because it nukes the nutrients or talk to me about
2: It's because the science is not settled at all and some of the studies that show changes in protein structure uh, and when you think about people having digestive problems, all of a sudden having issues digesting gluten in this generation where there wasn't that issue before and we've changed the protein through farming it stands to reason that anything that changes proteins too much might not be a good idea when it comes to digestive health and we all know that most health starts in the gut everything from neurotransmitters sure. to immune system to yada yada. So anything that would decrease my chances of being able to recognize and properly assimilate and process a food I'm like you know what if there's a question mark around that and it's a pretty big one I'm just going to ditch that and okay so easy I mean I am a dishwasher queen i i love that dishwasher i will stack that thing so full and i will not wash the pan if it's stainless steel i'll just chuck it under the water put it in the dishwasher i i hate washing up okay so got it. um that so takes
0: me to my nest you just in terms of just oh yeah. okay cool so yeah, you basically i would naturally. just heat it
2: up in in a stainless in a steel pan and yeah. then it's done and it's actually not that much longer and then In terms of defrosting, because a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, but defrosting takes forever. If you've got silicone pouches for your low-tox option or your plastic pouches for now, no judgment, um, but I would try and switch to silicone pouches if you could. I want to talk Uh, to you
0: about that in a sec, yeah. uh,
2: Then if you put that frozen food in that pouch, or Ziploc bag if that's what you're currently Ooh, using yeah. in a bowl of just regular temperature water, yes. it will defrost so fast. So do it before okay. the school pickup. By the time it comes to Queen Dinner, got it's it. defrosted. Okay. So it's actually just learning a new pattern. Well, it is. You kind of have to have. Rather these... than it taking up more t- more time. Correct. Mm. And I think that's when.
0: But I, the, she's screaming for her dinner and we've prepped all of these things and it's frozen. Okay. So let's talk pans. Yes. Because whew, I got, went down the pan hole And then I got gifted these beautiful pans. You'd know them. I forgot what they were called, but I didn't know how to prime them. You know, with the oil?
2: Uh, Yes, to get them ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're
0: still sitting there like two years later. I have to, it's like on my 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 to-do list because I don't (laughs) know how to do it. And then I was researching buying some new pans that you Mm. don't have to season. Mm ceramic talk to me about ceramic versus what's non um, non-stick what's that called that stuff the black stuff teflon. what is it called teflon, teflon?
2: yeah that, that we that definitely still, don't want that anymore it's do we still been, sell that it's been outlawed since 2015 um so maybe it's not that what's the black ones that look non-stick now it, well they have ptfe so it's like a teflon cousin and it's kind of the same for me as saying BPA free on plastic, but they're just using BPS, which is just as bad. The loophole. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you're saying don't use the black pans that look non-stick. Mm-hmm. Use the ones that I'm talking about, which are called what are they? The cast iron pans. Cast iron pans,
2: or how is ceramic though? If you ceramic is low tox, however, not long lasting. So you're still oh, dealing with the same thing you used to deal the with the Teflon thing. pans with the scratching and the flaking and then. What uh, if they're all ceramic, not just ceramic lined? Mm, that would be very hard to do. Okay, uh, when you? I mean, the enamel pans, like if you go for an enamel, like a Le Creuset or a Chasseur, yeah. that kind of thing, they're pretty hardy. Um, you've got those for but a they're couple so of decades expensive, and so are mm. those
0: ones that we're talking about. The, cast the solid, iron the solid
2: techniques ones. Yeah. They're,
0: holy shit. Expensive. That's why I need to use them after I get off this you You, you can do. text me out of fucking season. It's it.
2: just on YouTube. Go okay, great. Use it. Done. Pan.
0: There and is then always watch someone
2: it. on YouTube teaching you how There's to do something. There is someone on YouTube. Yeah.
0: I can, my kids can't watch it, <laughs> but I can, but they are expensive. And so this is the thing we get into that privileged position. And I know what you're going to say. It's like, yeah, but you have 10 sets of pans that you use over a lifetime versus one set of solid techniques, right?
2: Mm. So keep using your cheap Teflon pan for now or your nonstick or whatever you've got. Yeah. Put 10 bucks a week, five bucks a week if all you can do right now or, you know, swap out one coffee a week whatever yeah, it yeah, is yeah, that yeah. you can give up that you just but is start that a big a deal for
0: you does that nest egg? can thing feel like a big deal
2: it is a big deal uh it's a big deal from an, a landfill perspective because people buy an average of one every year uh because of the flaking and the not and you think oh well it was only 25 bucks on sale at Woolies so I'll just get another one yeah. um and if we're adding all of that up then in 10 years we've actually spent Board. the a solid technics price for example and you've put ten pans in landfill in the interim, uh, and your solid Technics one is something that your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids are still going to be cooking with. Yeah, so it is uh, important because this is the
0: thing I'm trying to see how buy people once, can pick buy their- well. Yeah. yeah I get it and I'm only learning this at 30 how what nine you know like because... I wasn't
2: too much younger
0: I promise yeah it like was, my, I was in my times early 30s. were tough times yeah. were freaking tough so I've always been very frugal and only now I'm going to buy the good thing once mm. girly just get the good
2: thing because you and just Zoe the thing is Frugal is buy the good thing once.
0: I know, but that's the mentality. That's to. the mentality. It mm. feels very lavish.
2: It does. Because to... society has taught us through consumerism that mm-hmm. it's lavish, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's smart. It saves you money in the long run yeah. and it saves the planet big time. Yes, and uh, it, it, there's nothing lavish about something that's going to mu- last centuries.
0: So so let's talk quickly about um, microplastics now in clothing.
2: Mm. Oh, my gosh. This is oh a big God, one. Oh, my God.
0: Like just so yeah. annoying. Fuck off. Like it's just another fuck. <laughs> the microplastics are in my salmon. The microplastics are in my yeah. everything. The microplastics. And then I think. Well, you know, like how bad is the plastics, microplastics in the body? Like what could it really do? You
1: know, Mm. because you
0: just think, can I fight it all? Do I need to be a vegan, an organic vegan with my almonds? Like, wow, do I, I love dining out. Because there's a
2: whole other thing that might not be great about the almonds. Do you know what I
0: mean? So, talk to me, just help me help them because it's feeling overwhelming and frustrating. And then you know what we do? We get stressed and we drive through Maccas because Mm. it's all too much. Mm -hmm. And then nothing's happened. So talk to me about this.
2: So it comes back to deciding what you're going to focus on and what are you actually interested (sighs) in focusing on now? Because that is the only thing that matters. And stop following anyone on the internet who makes you feel like you're a failure for not doing what they're telling you to do that day and who's giving you a sense of disempowerment.
0: But this is the shitty bit. The point for me is health. Mm. And everything comes back to health. Yeah, The microplastics make you unhealthy. The pans, the, you know, products versus produce, all of that funnels down to am I living my, am I well? Mm. Am I full of vitality? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know,
0: so it's hard to stay focused on one thing. Because yeah, okay. Kind of I see what you're saying. It all funnels down to health.
2: It does, but you can't change everything in a day. No, you have to be honest with me. Mm, what is your always. toxic
0: guilty pleasure? And I want one. Oh,
2: just one. Okay, give me a <laughs> In the luteal phase, so towards the end of the cycle before getting yep. a period, I would probably eat, I'd say between two and three full bags of corn chips in that week. Yeah. And I, and I bet just they're organic, love... aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're, okay, yes. And like all of that.
0: Are. Can you tell me, like, do you like, ever go through, like, do you ever get hungover <laughs> and, like, go get a Big Mac?
2: No. No, do you, I, I do ever don't get, get hungover like, any... anymore. I'm 47, so, like, too much alcohol really just does not go no, down would, well. Yeah. Um, I'm not 25 anymore, but also milk chocolate. No, don't like it. Like, we Give would just me something. Yeah, Give me no. something
0: dirty, like a, a mud cake. Carrot cake. Um, not oh, cake. Or, for sure. Like from a cake shop that's not organic. Can it be gluten-free? Oh, my God. You're <laughs> failing at this game miserably. No, you're hold the worst. on. What about I'm, Bailey's wait. on ice? Like I want something no, like, don't like naughty. It. Like something
2: naughty. Full, of,
0: full of crap.
2: Full of crap. Full of crap. You know what? Um, I'm just thinking corn chips I like. If I like you say hummus. I- this is over.
0: <laughs> this is that's- over. If that's your guilty, if you're like hummus, <laughs> hummus and corn chips, we're we're hanging up.
2: Popcorn. I love it. Okay. okay popcorn. no, we're not playing.
0: Okay, forget, <laughs> you don't know how to play. Um let's move on to microplastics. I swear I, I swear. You are so I'm- boring. This is we are not. You know what we're not doing together? Comfort eating. You and your corn chips and popcorn. You know, like fish and chips at the, you know, if you're like up in yeah. I, I would eat fish town. and chi- Oh, like,
2: hot chips. Like- there you go. I love hot No, no, it's still chips. not enough.
0: It's still not enough because okay. they're gluten-free and I know what you're trying to do.
2: Um, <laughs> are you gluten-free
0: by choice?
2: Well, so this is interesting. Um, we do have to get to microplastics though, but yes, please. we will. I have to be gluten-free in Australia. There's something about the wheat here that does not agree. agree with me at all. I agree. I've just come back from hanging out with my aunties and cousins in France where they live. And, and you ate
0: all of it, didn't you?
2: I ate all of it, all the yeah. time, no and it issues. And processes through your tummy
0: and you're not bloated Probably and you're fine. not gassy and you can put, Did not I gain a kilo.
2: I know. It was I know. I get a, it. an amazing festival of croissant and quiche yeah. and, um, like, uh, there was this pie it was it was like a carb on carb pie it was yes the best. it was potato gratin oh yum a flaky pastry pie oh
0: my god yum best thing that's I've amazing. ever tasted and it's a regional
2: specialty in central france where my cousin's from. i bet it is
0: and they're <laughs> all like stick figures walking. you around. can
2: only order it on a friday um and it was very, very good. But, but can yeah, I tell I,
0: you something? Like I feel I'm lucky. I'm gluten-free. I'm mm. gluten-free, especially because of my endo and my bowels and all the things. But on Saturday I walked past my favourite deli that I always take my gluten-free bread to and they do a sandwich for me with my bread and my turkey and I'm so healthy. But I just wanted a panini, mm-hmm. you know, like a, you know, the Rosetta Rolls, the old school ones. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Have the, and I just, I asked for half. I wasn't too crazy. God, I understood it. I mm. understood gluten. I got like <laughs> the crunchy on the outside and the fluffy on the inside. That,
2: Yeah, I get it.
0: Anyway, let's move on to microplastics mm. because it seems like now, you know, if you're especially shopping, like I do, I I am one of you. Mm-hmm. If you're shopping at the main chain, um, uh, I don't want to call them discount department stores, but you know what I'm talking, I don't want to name names.
2: Yeah, yeah. You mean like um, online, the big brands? The big brands, yeah. right,
0: mm-hmm. um, where you can get tracksuit tops for five bucks and for your kids, right? We're finding microplastics in these uh, clothing, yeah, right? A lot, Is it in everything? Is it in some things? How bad is it for my kids? What should I be buying them if we're still conscious of cost mm. and they're growing fast, like super fast? Yeah. Talk to me about this.
2: So if your kids are growing super fast, the best thing you can do is have a buying circle of friends where there's a hand-me-down situation going. So you're not having to buy everything new. New uh, Op shops can be really great, although I will caution they can be a source of mould exposure if they've come from water 100%. damaged homes. Yeah. So if you are buying from op shops, please hot wash it with a cup of borax in that wash before using those clothes and sun-dry uh-huh. them if you possibly can. Yeah. Um so that's a way to get around that aspect potential negative aspect of op shopping, but I mean you can find amazing deals in op shops. No you can. And you people can that have barely worn things, especially the kids stuff because people grow out of them so fast, so quick. They're usually in pretty good nick. But you still are finding
0: these brands in op shops too. Of course. Right. Yeah. So, this, so what
2: I'm talking about is then going for your cottons and your wools, your natural 100% cotton 100% yeah.
0: cotton, 100% wool. Yes. But what if these, so say these big department stores have 100% organic cotton something. Mm-hmm. Does that still have microplastics or is it only when it's an acrylic combo?
2: It's only when you've got the synthetic, like your viscose, polyester, Sorry, yes, nylon, I call yeah, them, those sorts yeah. of things. Um, it to so it, it's on only
0: present if it's got. Yeah. So
2: if it says one hundred percent cotton, then it is.
0: Okay, so comboed
2: synthetics, mm-hmm. to be
0: honest, I don't like wearing them or my kids wearing them because they don't breathe. Mm. And I get, I get stanky. I get BO
2: from them, I yeah. get so awful. BO-y. Yeah. So uh, I, I never knew been... what it was and then I started oh, wearing I knew. cotton. And I was like, oh, how come I don't get BO and anymore? Smell. And then I had to figure it I out. I know.
0: And just sorry, mm. a side note on that, that is one thing I don't fuck with is anything other than organic natural deodorant.
2: Like yep. that's a, especially because when you've shaved is, um, yeah. your yeah. your big brand deodorants that are super smelly in terms of like their floral scent or whatever it is they've mm-hmm. got going on, sports, this, that, yep. spring fresh, whatever they want to call yep. themselves, usually end up being like a bit of a, um, a cover-up because your body is like yes. going, What the hell is that? Then you get BO from yes. the thing. Which is perfect because then, then you buy more deodorant. Do you see?
0: More of the thing. So yeah. I am um, especially because if you shave your armpits, I see that as very accessible to your, mm-hmm. even though obviously the skin absorbs everything, just seems very yeah. <laughs> accessible right in to there. your glands. Yeah. So that um if one thing you can do is the natural deodorant thing, that would be my take away from this because that is a game changer. And yes, you will go through a detox period with your odor that mm. I think people aren't aware of when they switch from a antiperspirant deodorant yeah. to a natural is you are funky for a, a week or something. And then it mm. goes, but you're right. The acrylics and the synthetics make you stank. And then I worry that they're not actually keeping your kids warm or cool.
2: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So you um, want to be layering with your natural fabrics uh, you want to be doing the hand-me-down um, friendship circle, you know, yep. like just post it in the school. Just say looking for size six to eight, I've got size four to five if anyone needs anything. And just start this culture of swapsies and the passing yes. down. That alleviates mm-hmm. the cost of buying everything. And then you have some pretty decent responsible cotton initiatives now. And if- But also even at the big ones, they do have the organic cottons and maybe
0: yeah. they're... 10% more expensive or something, but generally it's so low cost at these big mm. ones anyway, that it is a for uh, slightly affordable. So yeah. um, question. My little girl has started about ball- like dance. What mm. about lycras? Very and,
2: hard to avoid. Yeah. Synthetic. And
0: stockings. And yeah. do you just do short-term wear or if that- the tutu is not, cause she's not actually wearing the leotards, but the tutu on her. It's not on her physical skin. Is that still bad?
2: Look, I mean, we could we could terrify everybody and say, what? never let your child wear a tutu. Don't <laughs> let him wear the a microplastics superman. Are in the air yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're breathing in anyway. So, but honestly, you will end up so stressed out. And also, not fun. No. Like, my kids want to dress up. That's pure acrylic, all of those mm. dress ups. I'm going to share my. Favourite saying, I've said it at every talk Yeah, ever since, I think, since I brought my first book out, it just sort of landed for me as something to just get into people. We do what we do most of the time so we can go with the flow some of the time. Yeah,
0: love it. And it's that like the perfect just... mantra for a mother. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know right, because oh, like you know? we just want to go with the flow a lot of the time. We're just like, yeah. Can... <sighs> There's yeah. not a flow. It's a, it's a, it's a current, and I'm being dragged <laughs> with it. You know.
2: Yes. Um. But we I do... have to just go. You know what? Susie is great at ballet, and the concert at the end of the year does require this little costume that is top to toe synthetic. Acrylic, yes. And there's going to be hairspray in the dressing room and I might be able to control the hairspray on her head, but it's
0: it's going to be be in the room. It's flying around. And I think that's the point, right? Like you can do what you can do. And then I don't know if you felt this when you sent your child to school. Do you know how much, I have no control now. Mm, Even if I don't give him cash, all these little mates buying stuff from the canteen, there were these things that I can't remember what they were called, snap sticks, the most toxic looking ice block that were in this awful coloured container. You snap it and you're sucking on the plastic.
1: Oh, and I was
0: just like, <laughs> you can literally have any ice block, like an icy pole on the stick, whatever, like mm. have it, but you cannot have that snap stick. Mm. That is dead to us. That is not in our family unit. But I have a lot, you know, there's sausage sizzles on, you know, all of the things and so you're not going to take away what they want to do. And my husband is really unhelpful. You know, like when he goes to his little sport camp, Gatorade and mm. all the chips and all of that. And he's like, he's a kid, man, let him do it. And I remember my cousin. When
2: I was a kid, it was oranges at halftime and water. It's not so that just now. because one's a kid doesn't mean no, but
0: it's not accessible. There is yeah. no, or, or he brings his oranges, you know, where the oranges are at the end of the day, back at home, back
2: at home. Yeah, so this it's, is the
0: thing. It's that's a really culture hard. thing that
2: has shifted. And unless we can get buy in from other parents, then it's, it's really going to be impossible hard. to change. And You yeah. could
0: send your kid to like a Steiner school or like you know, where he went as a Montessori school, that was different, but. Mm. We've chosen different schools for different reasons and all of, you know, it's like you're losing control. And I also don't want to be like my cousin's mum. She was, she, she was really um, conscious about health because she had cancer when she had Mm. her her kids and they weren't allowed one bit of sugar. You know, it was carob and Mm. it was brown rice and it was all of the things. And I remember going to her house and having all the odd tastes and textures. And then when she would go to the kids' parties, she would eat so many chocolate crackles she'd throw Mm -hmm. up. Mm. You know, so it's kind of like how do we raise our kids with enough awareness? And and I think I do that. Like he <laughs> he knows how we eat at home versus what happens when we go out and we can flex,
2: mm. you know. And he And knows that's what it- the perfect balance, I think, Zoe. Like you just can't control you just can't. everything. You
1: know um,
2: I do think we can sometimes broaden our influence to friends or maybe if you're on a committee at school and you've got the energy for that, um, to say I'm really concerned about the amount of junk. It just seems like a free-for-all every soccer game. Yes. they're just So let's rein it in together and let's all take turns in making that fruit platter freaking spectacular. Let's put it on kebabs. Yeah. And then still allow the Gatorade so there's a bit of light and shade and I know. there's something familiar, something new. Like there's things we can do to influence to change what seems to be a freight train out of control when it comes to junk food and kids yeah um and it's a culture change rather than a um like a disciplinary thing it, but and did you
0: just... grow up going through the drive-through once a week?
2: oh yeah. oh we were we got taken to McDonald's by my dad on Saturday mornings. but it see I'm the...
0: yeah' forty seven.
2: You... so when I was a kid, McDonald's <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> fries were still cooked in beef tallow in until okay. nineteen eighty four. Um, there, there were very few additives. It was yes. pretty basic. Now there's corn oil, soy, soy oil, GMO products coming from okay. America. Yeah. Uh, it, McDonald's is a very different proposition to what it was in the 80s. But do you remember how fun
0: it was? It yeah, was so super fun. fun. It was and a I, great time. I... I think I've given my kids fast food I think twice and I was pregnant with cravings both times and I just didn't give a shit. Like mm. I needed it for my second child so he just ate it because I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> I um, Pregnant was the last time I had McDonald's actually now that you say so that. But bad. it's wild that yeah. you, you crave
0: <laughs> that. Like the amount of money because I couldn't physically get up to get a Happy Meal Uber to me and the cost was ridiculous. <laughs> but I think, you know, he goes to his grandparents and they get, they eat so different to me and and I relinquish all that control and they do what they do and he loves it and it's fun. But I also feel like I don't want to be stopped from being fun. Like, Mm. you know, we. Well, food isn't the only fun. Wait, no, that's true. And I play and we do all of the things, but food to me is my love language. Mm. Like I think about my next meal in between my meals like mm. I am deeply
2: devoted you are European <laughs> I am I'm the same I, yeah
0: so I I mm. want to experience and explore food with him but like there is a soft spot for drive-through Maccas with me on a Saturday you know mm. and but I don't want that for him so it's
2: finding your new ways together I guess yeah which... so the soft spot could become making pancakes together on Saturday yeah mornings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could and be like anything. And like super delicious maple syrup and melted yep. butter and even chuck ice cream on there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's, um, you know, just make it the best version that you can of that thing and sure. make it a big fun treat and it's your Saturday morning thing when there isn't sport on or Sunday if there is or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And then, like I said before, I think our culture through some very clever marketing over very many decades has forced this idea that food has to be for fun, for treats, for relaxation, for breaks, for da-da-da, and you deserve it and you don't deserve to have to cook. This has been layered on us psychologically for a very long time mm-hmm. to make um, huge corporations a shed ton of cash. Yeah. And and it's worked and we all back, believe it. Yeah, we and to peel all about back it. the layers and create the change, we actually need to do the, the inner work mm-hmm. uh, to realise what junk actually is. Right. You have, I
0: mean, it's so annoying to just have this very brief conversation i know <laughs> we,
2: it's a 3 day seminar i get it oh my there's god there's so much but to you talk just about just
0: hold a seminar and we'll all just come <laughs>
1: yeah sure because
0: uh yeah i i have a trillion questions for each element and i know there's stuff we haven't even touched on you, you know, I think you rose to fame for mold. I don't know if that's a, one that of, the, right? things, one of yeah, the things,
2: unfortunately, um, hmm.
0: which I think I found you through. So there's, I you can really get lost in your content. Everyone listening, they'll get all the links. They can go down and find their, you know, their niche with you. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to mention just before we finish up that would be surprising for people that could be super toxic in the home that we don't know. I mean, we've covered, I think, the basics, but I'm sure there's other things.
2: Yeah, we have covered a lot. Um, I would say, given we didn't talk about mould, uh, that my favourite thing to do is to just get a dehumidifier so that you don't yeah. have to deal with the mould in the first place. I mean, obviously, if you have a leak, that's something you need professionals totally. for. You need to yes. get to the bottom of it. But so much, especially for people listening who live on the east coast of Australia, so much of the mould we get in our wardrobes, on clothes, shoes, is totally preventable. Mould in the bathroom, getting a compact dehumidifier and chucking it under the sink in the bathroom, just having it there for after everyone's showers and baths. We'll and get a link. Try- Boom, done. The other thing yeah. is this
0: say you've got a large house. How do you need them in each room just on one level? Like, you how could do you go
2: an industrial strength one on each level if you want to just try and suck it out of the atmosphere? Um, uh, a little unit's not going to do anything, um, out unless Or of you just put rooms. them in moist
0: places, right?
2: Mm, yeah. uh, you'll probably have a shadier part of the house. Then focus on the shady part of the house that'll find it a bit harder to dry out in terms yeah, of where you put your dehumidifiers. And then remember, it takes 48 hours to 72 hours if it's been raining or if it's super humid for mold to actually think about growing.
1: Right. So um,
2: you could even just move it through um, different yeah, parts. Yeah, it's so of the
1: house.
0: wild. We flooded on the lower level of our property mm. and we had just finished renovating. So I gave that one job to my husband to do. Now mm. he's not an action guy. So mm-hmm. he left that water oh. or that moistness there for two days.
1: Mm.
0: It was, and look, you couldn't see them all, but I could smell it. Mm. I went in, I think that's when I started to uh, follow you. I went into overdrive. I was just, and then you get
2: like, a sniffle or, and you're like, it's mold. It's all of the things. Well, this is it. We don't want to freak out either. We just want to be proactive. And But it's a tricky thing because it Mm. fucking
0: goes everywhere. It does. And I thank God we stripped. It wasn't a place we dwelled so I could Mm. lock it off. We could tape it up, you know, like really CSI. Yeah, totally.
2: But I still
0: had industrial is it humidifiers, dehumidifiers?
2: Dehumidifiers.
0: All through the house for Mm. weeks Mm. just to make sure. And it's like we had to, and look, it's a great decluttering process, which everything had to go. Mm. Everything that once it's in there, you don't know how internally stuck it, like holy moldy, I should say Mm -hmm. it was crazy. So I think for people to learn about that as well is, really beneficial because it is something that can impact your health without, it's like a silent killer. It can be.
2: And a lot of people still just think about mold as that annoying thing you got to clean when it turns up. But uh, I'm a huge fan of like, I always say to people, I want to stop the DMs. I want to stop getting asked, how can I clean the mold off my jacket? I just want you to not get it there in the first place. place. And this is how, and dehumidifiers for me, if you made me take one One appliance, it would be the one I would choose, even over a vacuum cleaner. Wow! I know, I love them so much because they've changed. Are you getting a promo? Do you have a promo
0: code? You should have a promo code.
2: I do have a promo. Oh my
0: god! I was Um, joking. I'll
2: I'll give it to you guys. Yeah, give Um, it to us. And I joke with this brand all the time. They're they're my favorites. Um, You should be
0: the ambassador. You should be getting paid a million bucks a year. (laughs) The amount they're going to sell off this podcast alone. (laughs) <laughs> you get but, them as a sponsor, uh, um, yeah. Okay, I've got a lot to do, but mm. I feel like not. I feel
2: not overwhelmed.
0: I okay, feel good. I feel like what we have done, I'm in good stead.
2: Nice. You know? So, out of everything we spoke about, can I ask you? Yes. What jumped out? Oh, yeah. That that's what I can do. That's my next thing uh, over um, anything.
0: Definitely, I'm going to use solid techniques. Mm. Because that seems like a stupid waste to be sitting in my cupboard
2: and not know how to use them. That's a very good product to just be sitting there. Yes.
0: Um, so I'm going to get proactive with that. I am going to take the microwave up and have a family meeting on trialing not using it and mm. being. That's
2: what thinking. we did. We actually just kept forward it thinking in the kitchen yeah. and yeah. thought, can we do this? And then we were yes. like, yeah.
0: I'm going to explore getting some uh, zinc drops. I've got a great naturopath, so I'm going to explore that for my daughter. Awesome. I am not sure if I'm ready to take the pouches away, but I'm going to sit with that. Mm. Um, and I think just go back to basics. I don't buy the synthetics, but I think I'll
2: do a rummage through and double check that. Yeah. And then if is. anyone's addicted to activewear out there, I, I get it. <gasps> but it's, oh yeah, it's lovely. I, I play a lot of tennis. Yeah, tell me about so that. I'm wearing yeah. synthetic material quite. Tell a me. Few times a week. Tell me. Just don't then wear it for hours afterwards, or don't get changed into your activewear in the morning. If Pilates you're not at lunchtime.
0: It. Yeah, right. Because what, and the other thing is just be uh, as well, it, it can make you thrushy because
2: mm-hmm. you're not
0: breathing your vagine out. So yep. don't, and you shouldn't be in your active wear after a workout, like no. strip it off. Yep. That is a yeast collector. Yeah. Um, But I think.
2: Sorry, we totally tangented right at the end there. but Yeah, no, but I think we didn't talk about that. Mm.
0: The things that I'm taking away is probably, look, we have one of those zip taps, so I'm going to look into what filters they're using and if it's stripping everything or not. Like there's probably Mm. a little bit of um, research I'm just going to do with where I'm at. I definitely will change and get the powder in the dishwasher because that freaked me out. Mm. Um, Borax I'm going to explore.
2: Yeah, nice.
0: So there's some starting points for me. I
2: feel empowered. And someone else might have just picked two things. Totally. That's also enough. And Um, I I think it's just about cutting yourself some slack in the culture into which we are born and in what looks normal in that culture and then what you then start to get in touch with and all of a sudden once you know a bit more about it, don't feel okay with.
0: Question, final one. If we're not using scented soy candles, do we just buy basic soy candles that aren't scented? I would go that for the beeswax, beeswax. Candle. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah,
2: I did a okay. great show with someone who is so knowledgeable about the process of making beeswax candles and other candles uh, because she was researching wanting to start her own candle brand. Yeah. And her research led her to beeswax as the only way forward, but then there were a few loopholes even in that industry um and the best i mean it just gives this beautiful little subtle beeswaxy sort of honey smell
0: yeah it does it's lovely um, i used to yeah. make them with my mom there's and beeswax so making kits um
2: yeah i gave one to my kids. son a couple they're of years so ago cool.
0: yeah um actually i'm gonna get some for the kids that's an awesome thing to do um is most
2: of this in the books yeah yeah okay great let's just do that those two tox life food yeah. Yeah, wow. And then if you want to deep dive into anything, there's the courses or the podcast, which is totally free yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can start listening today. I think there's 350 Sh- shows now. There's yeah, it is. a lot. Every okay. every health condition, every Everything. scientist, every toxin, we've talked about it on the show.
0: If you want a guinea pig for anything else, hit me up. Mhm. I will do
2: it for you. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Thank Sounds you for like a today. Plan. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. That was very, very knowledgeable and very insightful. And um, I
2: feel empowered and excited. Anytime. And if you want me to put something together for your community, I, I've got a basic low tox video program coming out. Okay, we cool. Could, we could do a super special because that's just me talking to camera. Really, yeah, really. Yeah, I love that. Really low key, very approachable. Well, I just wanted to because I started getting invited to podcasts like yours and, um, Celebs, uh, Sam Wood had me on his show, and I yeah. was like, We really for this to actually like latch Land. on, and don't want it to be this you can't organic be. homesteading Instagram thing. No, it's got and that's to the be thing. bigger you than don't,
0: that. You don't want to niche out, you need Mm-mm. to reach the everyday woman that is
2: shopping at the places
0: that we've discussed, yeah. is buying all the things. That's who you need to hit.
2: That's it. So, and I'll she be she needs rich. to know that yeah. there is a, an option at Kmart. And there's an option at ASOS, and there's yeah, you know, there, there are options everywhere. Yeah, love that. Thank you mm. so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Super lovely to meet you. Yeah, you too. I'll speak to
1: you later. Yeah, see you online. Bye. Bye.
0: Alex is giving away a few copies of her books, Low Tox Life and Low Tox Life Food. Follow at What's the Deep at Low Life and at Zoe B Marshall. And then share to your story your proof of your deeper subscription. This can even be the 14-day free trial. Go into the draw to win a signed book bundle, which includes one Lotox Life food book and one Lotox Life original book. We have two bundles to give away. Good luck. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Deep. If it's left you with any burning questions for me or our guests, please hit us up. By direct message on Instagram at What's the Deep.
1: Hold up.